This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Swansea has more McDonald's and clean sheets this season, so don't forget your Muck Nuggets are closer than you think with Muck Delivery. The only thing left to say is, you in? Order now in the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app are participating restaurants 18 plus rewards registration required points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for further details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone, welcome back to Swans Cast. So I've got a very special guest today. It's our first actual uh, Swansea player of the past on the podcast. And I'd like to welcome Jason Price to the channel. So thank you very much for joining me today. Yeah, no problem. <clears throat> JJ Price as well. JJ Price, sorry, sorry, apologies. But um, I... JJ Price, <laughs> or Afro Man, I guess, maybe we, we could call you for today. <laughs> but um, yeah, thanks very much for joining us. So obviously... You played for Swansea back in the day, if you like. So I say back in the day because I think when you first started playing for the club, I wasn't I wasn't that old, I'll be honest with you. But you weren't born then. I just about, just about a couple of years, couple of years, but um <clears throat> definitely wasn't probably kicking a ball around maybe at that point. But I've heard all about your stories from family members and friends who were going to the vetch back in the day. So I'd love to get your kind of story yourself so i think I've, I've listened to bits i've read bits on on previous interviews and podcasts and stuff you've been on and it seems like a lot of good stuff to talk about there so i think maybe if we can start at the very beginning um how how did you actually come to end up a swansea city football club um so what happened was i used to play for a team called abraman um under 17s 18s and we had a really good team and we played Swansea Youth and Cardiff Youth in our league, and we beat them every time we played them for two seasons. We, we battered both Cardiff and Swansea. And um, Jimmy Rimmer, who was the youth coach at the time, he asked me to go down on trial. And my, my trial was actually against Cardiff, who, when I was 13, 14 year old, I was playing for, but they said I weren't good enough and they let me go. Oh. <laughs> so it, uh, it was nice to play against Cardiff as a as a Bonzi player. I bet it was. I bet all the fans loved it as well. Yeah, and I've done really well. <clears throat> so and um, yeah, I've, I've I've not looked back yet. He offered me a two year deal. Um, and at the end of the two year deal, they offered me an extra year. 
and then that was it then from strength to strength so <clears throat> going from perhaps like more of a local team environment even though you're playing against these um i guess professional club youth teams or academies at the time was it what what was the sort of change in scenery going from the more local team to what is a professional football club how, and how did you sort of manage that um it was, it was hard mentally it was hard because i knew i weren't good enough at the time like i my my um positives were i could run all day so yeah. I could run and i were quick so i could get from box to box quicker than anyone else although i'd be chasing my touch down the, down the middle of the pitch i'd be chasing I'd, my tech my second uh, touch be a tackle but i would say I could, I could run all day and I were quick and that's what he wanted at the time but I, I signed as a centre midfielder but Swansea had loads of good centre midfielders so this so I was struggling to get anything near the first team for the first yeah. <clears throat> so I was um I was just in the constantly and then I would play my first year as pro I was playing for the youth on a Sunday because you're allowed one overage player so, so when you started, how old, what age was that, roughly? I was 17, mate. All oh, right. So was that accounted over age at the time, then? Um, was yes, it under 16 or yeah. something? Was uh, it? Sorry, no. I'm lying. Sorry. I signed the 17. Then um, when I was 18 plus, sorry. Sorry, when I was 18 plus. I was oh, okay. Pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's an interesting story, though. Like, I can't imagine myself what it would feel like to just go into a dressing room full of, like, if I did it now, like you know, the guys you watch, I guess, every week and look up to in a way. Um, yeah, yeah it would be good to hear you on that. Yeah, well, at <clears throat> one time I was injured and I didn't know I had to be in on a certain day. And I've, this is the truth, so I walked up to the gates and the first team were having a practice match and I was too scared to go to see the physio. So I just, I went back into town and done my own thing with pigs. <laughs> Because the first playing, and I was just scared. It was like, you know, yeah, oh my god, yeah, I can't go past these, and blah blah blah. And it was only a practice match for them, but I was, and I, and then I came because I, I because I was injured and I didn't go see physio. Yeah, but I didn't tell them I was too scared to go in the stadium. Well, well, that's um, that was the effect they had on me. Was I'd gone from college to watching like being in in the environment of being on because it was on soccer sunday wasn't it um i well i'm not sure back then to be honest uh, <laughs> but yeah it sounds familiar i think yeah yeah so it was going from obviously college to playing local to thinking that oh one day I'm, one day hopefully i'm going to be on tv yeah and it just well, all it was all man, it was just everything was at once and i, I I couldn't really handle it. It sounds like a crazy time. Um, and again, I've, I've listened to you speaking about it before, and it seems like it was a bit of a journey for you through your time at Swansea and, and how to sort of manage that pressure and learn to deal with the, the different things that come with being in that environment. Yeah, when I, well, when I first signed with Swansea, I had to catch um, three buses. So I caught a bus oh from Aberdeen to Aberdeen. Yeah. A bus from Aberdeen to Aberdeen. Then I caught another bus from Irwin to Swansea, and that was that was my first year pro. That, and 
there's people like people saying, "Oh, he's good." And like, do you know when you get to your, "Oh, he could have made it." Oh, yeah. he could have. It was. It was a. In football, they say they say it's a mental thing. You have to cope. You have to do things you're uncomfortable with. Yeah. And like catching three buses at seven o'clock in the morning to get down for training for nine. Do you know what I mean? There's not many people yeah. I would. No, I think even yeah, if there was good enough. So that's, that's good commitment. Yeah. Good oh commitment. yeah. Back, I'm like, what was I doing? I'd even walk to Aberdeen just to save some money. Yeah. Then I'd get the bus from Aberdeen to Irwin, and then Irwin to Swansea, just so I could save sixty pence. Put the effort in, you get the reward in the end. So um, it's yeah. you know, paid off, didn't it? it paid off. Um, so you're obviously there for a couple of years around the youth team, playing maybe when you were a little bit older as well. How did you manage to break into the first team? I did see that you played perhaps in a couple of positions to try and get on the pitch perhaps as much as you could or try new things. Yeah. Well, in football, it's, you, it's, you, you need a lot of luck in football. I don't care who you are. You, need, you do need a lot of luck. And my yeah. luck was... Well. Unfortunately, Steve Jones broke his leg in the playoff second leg. Uh, no pun intended. But um, <laughs> he, broke, he broke his leg. And then he needed a right back. So I think that season, end of my second season, I played against Doncaster, funny enough. I come on a sub. That was the only game I played, I think. And I come on, um, I think I was up, I think I was up front, I think. Was attacking midfielder. But then they were looking the season after then, obviously, Steve Jones had broke his leg and they were looking for a right back. But then they played five at the back and they trial they tested me as a wing back and I was I were really good going forward, but I couldn't defend. <laughs> so they stuck they stuck with me on the wing back kind of position. Yeah, it's a few of them about these days, I think. Really good going forward in the wing back role, but can't defend. Um seems like quite a common thing. But did you feel a bit like uncomfortable then being asked to defend, or is it just a case of yeah. get get on with it? If if you're if you had a grand who was alive who was eight year old and she had she run at me, I'd fall over in a heap and she'd just run past or walk past me. I could not defend out. As soon as the attacker, the winger had the ball, even in my head, I knew he's getting past me. So it was. I guess just that's half the problem, then, is it? Yeah, it was just a matter of how can I slow him down, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now, looking back, I should have got the right winger or the right midfielder coming at me, but I weren't. If I were playing now, I would get the right winger to come and help me. But because I was, because it was my first, well, because I was young and naive. I was just thinking, oh, it's, it's just one on one, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it's all part of the process, isn't it? So, um, you had a good few years at Swansea in the end. So, correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I got the stats off the good old internet. 130 appearances, 15 goals between 1995 and 2001. Aye, more than that, because they don't put the FA Cup in, do they? Or the, or the Carling Cup. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Okay. So, even if that's league appearances, but um. That's a good yeah. good amount in the end, and maybe a couple more goals that aren't accounted for in, in those stats. But yeah. um, have you got any standout moments, whether in the dressing room, on the pitch, or through your journey at Swansea then, and how, how it progressed, like under different managers and stuff like that? No, it was... Um, when I was first bringing through, it was, it was a bit strange because we'd had, like, loads of managers in and out constantly. It was like a revolving door. Where... Um, we had four or five managers in a couple of months, I think. And it was just strange. Because I remember one time, I went to, either went to Fulham. 
I was on the bench at Fulham and I didn't get on. I think got pumped 7 0. Um, and I can't remember who the manager, but on the way over, he was just telling players that they're, they're sacked, they're not playing ever again. And I was just was he the like, one that was sacked? Oh, yeah, he was, yeah. And I was just <laughs> sitting beside like, our sheep down the front, like, oh, yeah. I can't go back because the bigger boys are up there. So I'm just sitting down the front, like, oh my god. But yeah, and then we play, I think we played Blackpool as well away. We got pumped five, six, seven nil then. And it was just, a, it was just, everything was just up in the air. And I'm thinking, oh my God, what, what have I, what have I, what am I doing here? Kind of thing. Yeah. Although still, but um, it's, it's it actually it was a good experience where I was losing heavily and everything was, I was, it was an eye opener where obviously the managers getting on to the boys when I was at a young age then, and they weren't getting on to me, they were getting on to the other players. So I was taking everything in. Yeah. You kind know of what learning I mean? from all the experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, um, obviously the changing rooms back in them days are a lot different when I was finishing my career. Yeah. Because them, them days, it was like, because we had YTS. The YTS was cleaning dressing rooms, cleaning boots. Now they get manicures and pedicures now, don't they? <laughs> well, I don't know what they do now. I think they they have a life of luxury. Don't do them or anything these days. It's like, yeah, like in the in the good old days. Do you know what I mean? You were throwing boots, clean my boots. You know, it's great. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I guess that keeps you down to earth and on your feet a little bit as well. Though perhaps the better way to to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. You all you all mingle integrated. Whereas now you don't really see the youth team. When I was finishing my career. You didn't. You hardly ever seen youth team. Yeah. Whereas there's, old days, they were all they were there. Different. Yeah. Your boots, cleaning your boots, games. They like which boots do you want? I only had one pair. Could only afford one pair, so I'd say uh, I have that pair. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of being the tea the, the tea person in the office, is it? Then you could say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah person yeah. that makes the teas. Um, no, that's fair enough. I think you touched on something interesting there before we perhaps carry on with some of your experiences, but like. Maybe these ones didn't affect you so much if you're saying I was more the older and more experienced players when you were getting thumped by Blackpool and Fulham that were getting a bit of a talking to. But I'm sure you had games perhaps where the team didn't play so well, you had a bit of a thump in and it's not gone well. And I'm just wondering, how did you used to manage that then? And what was the sort of uh, the way you, you took the fan criticism, if you like? Because it's probably a different world now with social media. I'm just wondering how back then did that affect you? And do you think it's different now with social media and would you handle it different? Yeah. Um, well, I, one instance was me and, me and Lee Jenkins were driving home from a game. We were, we were top of the league at the time and we'd lost. And we got that much stick that we obviously, one of us, I can't remember who was driving now, but we just turned to each other and we went, mate, I, I really feel like giving up football. Yeah. Don't need this stick. We're top of the league. We've just lost. We, we didn't play the best. We, we've lost, but we're still top of the league. And the fans, the minority of the fans, were on the Goras. Do you know what I mean? And it was, yeah. it was one of the where you think, well, and I was young as well. He was young as well. And we, we just, do we really need this in our lives? Do you know what I mean? But we, we, we both, yeah. stuck. I think he had a bad injury. I think he smashed his cheekbone, which, and I, and I think that affected him a little bit, but but at the time it was, we were both just I don't want to go back to play. I'd rather get a normal job, yeah, because it, it was that we, we got that much stick, 
and we were still top of the league, but because we were young. And, but as you get older, you learn to not take it in, but just, you know, we just put it in a little bag and just throw it away. Yeah. Which you do have think, to do. Do you think it'd be harder? Like, that, that's eye-opening in a way, and I hope, like, obviously the people listening, obviously I think that's an important thing to touch on because it does happen a lot with a lot of criticism of football players when you don't have the best game. Sometimes it goes too far. And with social media at the moment, I think it's perhaps the worst time or the worst it's ever been. So I'm just wondering, do you think that, sorry about the background noise there, there's always one in there, there's a car. Oh, car going up the street. Um, there's always what I'm wondering if it's like harder now to manage and if you think it would have changed the way that you dealt with it when you were a player. Yeah, well, I, because it was no, I don't think I would have coped with social media like it is now. Yeah. Because I'd be in there every day, every night. Because I, like I say, I always, I've, I've said it before in other things, I'd always use my time to my limit if that kind. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, not allowed to drink. But then Friday, I'd go out down the pub. I wouldn't drink, but yeah. I'd, be in, I'd be in a bar or a pub. Not all the time. It was only now and again. Whereas now, they'd be taking pictures. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, you wouldn't be able to get away with that now. No, 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 you wouldn't know. Like, I, I, cause, cause, I, cause, I was on my own. No, but I was, cause I was all my family lives in Aberdeen, so I, I needed to go out to just get out the house. Yeah, I was, I was in digs at the time, and obviously the best place, well, the place that all your friends were at was down, down the bloody pub. Yeah, but I wouldn't drink, and I'd leave early, but it's still a public house. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, so people be snapping. Yeah, and, it's, oh, he's out it's a again. Different world. That, yeah, I just, I, I just do it. Because even if you're not drinking, you know what would happen these days is you'd be all over Twitter, all over Facebook, and everyone would be there like, oh, he's. If you had a bad game the next day, oh yeah, all, all that happens is, oh, he's in the pub last night. That's why he's had a bad game, and yeah, everyone yeah, just escalates. Thing leads to, oh, he was steaming. One person yeah. says, oh, steaming, and everybody believes that one person, and then it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh. It's, it's just, yeah, it's just interesting because, you know, last night, for example, I know we're talking about current times and I'm not sure if you saw, I know you mentioned earlier you saw they lost, but a player made a mistake, essentially. He's getting a bit of grief on, on social media and, you know, it's just just shows that as a player yourself, you are aware of perhaps the, the pressures coming from the fans and what's being said and, and that sort of thing. And I think sometimes it's important to remember that before things are typed on the internet. That's that's kind of why I wanted to touch on this subject because real life example, really, even if it is before social media. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So, the media yeah, go thing. on. Sorry. No, well, going back to the social media thing, you're always getting trolls on. You're always going to troll. Yeah. Well, even even if, well, we're now the best players in the world are so just trolls. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's the way life is. They just hide behind keyboard and just do, do, do. Yeah. Even if people born into their life, their life, but yeah, they can tell you how, how, they, how good you've been playing and how bad you've been playing. Yeah. And I guess it, for the guys right at the top there, it's a super mentality to just, because they're going to have so much attention on them. I can't imagine what it must be like to shut all that out. But, um, Anyway, let's, uh, let's let's move on from that one. So, back when you were playing, obviously got the Liberty Stadium, or sorry, the what's it called these days, the Swansea.com Stadium, as it is now. Um, Mover, eh? Mover. Well, yeah, the Mover, the classic name, but yeah. it's, it's you know advertisers and all the rest of it bought the rights, and it's they call it the Swansea.com now. So, um, we but yeah, well, we, as a, our reserves used to, well, I used to play on it as reserves. I remember I mean, when it used to be, yeah, ever. The yeah. ball 
you have to have balls lined up around the pitch because if somebody's shot, <laughs> you'd be waiting like two minutes for the keeper to get the ball. And it was, and they'd go miles. How many did he lose down the, down oh, the river or whatever? And in the net for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, hit my own ball just to get off the pitch. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. So well, that's the stadium now. But I was going to say, you used to play all your games at the Vetch then. Um, yeah. The more classic, the you know the original place. Yeah. That it was, everyone, it was, a lot of people miss it. When I was playing, I was like a fortress. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have good memories about the Vetch. And I was just wondering, have you got like a best memory of playing in the Vetch? And, and you can tell us a little bit about yeah. what it was like. Believe it or not, on a Saturday, if, I'm on my, if I don't go out and I'm on my own, I have a couple of jars. I'll just go on YouTube and obviously type in my name and Swansea City, blah, blah. And yeah, yeah. videos come up and all the goals and stuff. And it's, it's, it's quite like, it's, it's enjoyable to watch now thinking that's like another life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But um, oh, what was it? I, I just bought a blue car, a blue Tigra, right? <laughs> and everybody were hammering saying it's a hairdresser's car. <laughs> and I scored the left foot. Because Freestone was going, my blue tigra. And it was a song out. Oh, what song was it? Oh, man. It was a song out. And Freestone used to sing it to me all the time. Blue, uh, something blue, blue was in the song. And he put tigra in it. And he, uh, Anyway, I scored left foot. Top bins, as my, my boy would say. Yeah. Against Carlisle at the Vetch. Against who, off, sorry? Against Carlisle at the Vetch. Oh, right. Okay. And I've run off, as in driving my car. Yeah. And we were just like all the boys, like just all the boys, like peeing themselves laughing because obviously I bought my car, but I can't believe I bought that car. It was a, it was a two seat, it was a two seat with two little tiny bum holes on the on the back, bum pads, like, bum pads on the back. But it was good a great memories. Car. Yeah, yeah, good memories. I was gonna say like YouTube, you YouTubing yourself, and I guess you're referring it to being in another another life. Does it feel like yeah. like your football career in itself? That section of your life is just completely different to to the rest. Does it feel like sort of surreal, if you like? Yeah, well, I, I've, the last three or four years, I've done a lot. I've done a lot of charity games, and when I'm walking out, it's like you get a little bit of recap. Yeah, and you do get goosebumps even when you walk like walk out now. Even when I walk out in front of five hundred people. And they, they sing in your, your football songs that I used to have. And it's like, it's, it's surreal. But then as soon as the game finishes, I'm back to, oh, I'm working tomorrow. Yeah, it's weird, you know that I mean? is. In, in football, because I've played that long and you, you, you get rough with the smooth, you you, you learn to switch off quite easily. Yeah. If I've had a bad game, excuse me, I've got to, if, I, if I play Saturday and I've had a bad game, by the Tuesday, I've got to switch off completely, forget that game, and prepare yeah. for the Tuesday game. Otherwise, if it's lingering in the back of your mind, you, 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 you're going to struggle. So I've learned yeah. to, over the years of playing, I've learned to switch off. I guess that comes back to the whole social media thing and how you deal with that sort of backlash sometimes as well. But yeah, it's like, it, I, again, none of us who have never been there can ever imagine what it would have been like to be, to be a footballer and have that sort of life and... And I guess now, you, you know, you tell me about your current job now and stuff, but it must be to have that section of your life finished and you're doing your other job, like it's, it must be a crazy um, difference in, in what your world is and, and what it's like now. Yeah, 
I actually, I actually get recognised. A few houses I've been to around. I live in, I live Leeds Wakefield area. Yeah, yeah. And there is, there's an actual. My neighbour across the road. He, I'd only moved in for a week, and he ran over. He said, "Are you Jason Price?" Yeah. I was JJ Price. I'm plumbing on my van. <laughs> like the big lead support, and he went down when I was when I was a Doncaster. We beat Leeds in 2008, and he was like, "Oh, I remember you from the." And then now I do all his gas certificates. <laughs> well, it's you a good I mean? way to get some good, um, yeah, you know, get some clients. It's great, yeah. mate. I go into some houses, and the guys are like, I, I, I know your face. I recognise you. Um, where do I recognise you from? Yeah, branding on probably TV. They were like, I said, oh, I used to play football. That's the one. Da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's that's great. <laughs> so, um, before we move on from the vet as well, I did because there was I was going to have my podcast partner come as well. He couldn't make it tonight, unfortunately, but um, he did ask me to ask you in regards to the vet specifically. What was it like uh, being in the old kind of the old style entrances, the old player entrance, and the changing rooms? Um, in the vet specifically, what, what were those areas like? Mate, it, it, it was great. It would have, it must have been intimidating for the opposition because the change rooms were small because the home change rooms weren't that big, and the away was smaller than the home. And obviously, you had a little tiny tunnel where you had to you couldn't go shoulder to shoulder. You had to go either <laughs> or kind of thing. Yeah. Because was, obviously, there's some big boys playing in the in the in them days, and you're walking out, and then obviously you walk it to the to the north bank. North Bank, innit? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, because the other teams had South Bank, so yeah. So yeah. I remember the out. song. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so you're running out, you're North Bank, and then obviously all your family are behind you then when you turn around. So there's only a little stand. And then to the right, that weird stand behind the goals. <clears throat> which was it, it felt like it was leaning over the goals. Yeah. It was like it was um and it, it was just it, it was it was it was good for us, but it must have been intimidating for the opposition. Must have been. Maybe that's why it's such a fortress for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but those classic stadiums is not that many. Well, they're, they're, there's less of them around these days, isn't there? So, which is which is yeah. a shame. I don't know if you've been to the area where the Vetch was recently, but it's not there anymore. Just patches, just fields. It's like a little park. It's like a, a park, yeah, allotments and yeah, yeah. I went, I went a few years ago, and it was, it was weird walk. It was, it was, I, I'd say a little bit emotional walking up. To the main gates, where yeah. uh, the corner, um, and I, I'm obviously no gate there now. And just walk in, and you look at it. Isn't is this? It was this high grass and a little yeah. park. Bloody hell! And You're I just picturing all the old memories, and yeah, I've had seven yeah. years of old memories. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it was. I was standing where I was too scared to go into the into the <laughs> ground where the players were playing. That's so great. That's, that's great. It's, yeah, it's just me. It's just mind blowing, like how, how how much obviously football clubs have come come on. I know. Did you ever play in the in the Liberty or the Morva, like the stadium yeah. now, the Liberty Stadium? Yeah. I played once. I was going to be on the bench, and um, no, that was sorry, I was Cardiff game. No, I played the Swansea game, yeah, and <clears throat> which I, I don't get right because I was good to uh, seven years. I I give my all for seven years of Swansea. And I know you always get a minority screen, but I will play played Swansea. I think we lost three one. I think. Who was it at the time? Was it Hull? I was at Doncaster. Oh, Doncaster. Yeah, and um, uh, I had a section of the the crowd were calling me a jippo. 
Oh <laughs> man, um, uh, some of our fans sometimes. <laughs> and it's like, well, and it was shouted obviously other things and that. But I'm thinking, yeah. I'm just giving because I don't. When I was at Doncaster, we played uh, Swansea home. I was getting a lot of stick, uh, and I was like, why am I getting a lot of stick? And I scored actually, so I've just run up to the Swansea fans and give it. That one. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's probably why they were saying it. I, I'd imagine. No, well, I, I got wound up because the, the away fans were, were like booing me in that when I got the ball, yeah. and I didn't want one. And then I scored, and then I just I lost. I just lost my head for experience. It's a bit. I don't blame you to be honest. I I um I don't know. If you give your all, that's all you can ask for. So I don't see why you need to have a negative reception on return. I'd like to think they wouldn't do that now, but who knows? Some some of the fans never understand some of the yeah, decisions. Yeah, exactly. But... Minority, wouldn't yeah, yeah. But you're still, you're still a bit like, well. I've but does that fire know. you up more then to score? Because you just want to like get one over them. Yeah, well, obviously I want to score against everybody I play against. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Unfortunately, it was against Swansea. And I just lost my head for a split second. I'm giving like, yeah, what, what? But then I figured <laughs> it's all adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I should have done that. But then bit of banter, it's fine, it's fine. It's one of the moments plays for Stoke. Don't know if you would have heard Sam Klukas. We had him in our last year in the Premier League and didn't go very well in his time here. Went to Stoke. A little bit of a not great relationship, which is different from your your story here, but didn't get on too well with the fans. I think afterwards as well. And that feeling is definitely mutual. And every time you play Stoke, you scored in a couple of the games, and is always you always gives us some all the time. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's it's that that sort of thing, but probably on a much bigger scale. But yeah, it's um, at the end of the day, it's all banter. And I think if you were getting a stick, give it back. It's all all fair, oh, yeah. all fair game. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So maybe outside the football a little bit now in regards to your time at Swansea. But another question, my co-host Lee was keen to ask. Um, and I would actually be quite interested in as well. So obviously nightlife. Uh, you'd said about going to the public houses and stuff. You might not be able to tell all the stories, but is there anything you can say about perhaps being a Swansea City player or being a footballer even in that sort of era? And what was the nightlife like? What, you know, was it, where did you go maybe? Um, what did you get up to, I guess, in, in whatever you can say? I know you perhaps can't tell us all the stories. Yeah, not to be fair, Swansea, mate, was one of the best nightlife places I've ever been to. Yeah. You had, you had Ritzy's, that was the biggest nightclub in the world. It was like it was like Money Mission in um in Ibiza. It just was that on Kingsway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you too young for that. I guess so, it was what yeah. became Oceana, Jumping Jacks, or whatever it That's was. It. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Next door, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you had Ritzies, then you had it wasn't Jumping Jacks at the time. It was something else, I think. And then across the road was Quids Inn, which was obviously a pound to get in and a pound to drink. Imagine that these days. Ah, <laughs> oh, it was just. I um, <laughs> uh, and then you had what was that? The Twin Town play the pub where that's in Twin Town. Ah, uh, my God, I have a lot. I memories uh, blank on that uh, one. I've uh, uh, yeah, I, I know who you're talking about, but uh, I can't yeah, can't think yeah, what it was called. I, I was called Grab a Granny. <laughs> that place it was uh, the, the older version of people went there, um, and. What was it? What was I going to say there? Oh, it's a story. On my 21st birthday, right? Quid's in. Yeah. The voice a pint of gin. Well, I've never straight. Told, never told a story before. Oh, so we got anyway, a scoop. Shit, okay. 
I'm the man now. I'm from Aberdeen. I'm from Abraman. I'm the man. So I've down, I've down there. I never drank gin in my life. I've down there, and I thought I, I can't. I can only drink half of it. So I downed half. I thought I can't drink anymore. So anyway, within I'd say space of an hour, we'd gone to Ritzy's. This is how long ago it was. I'm walking down the stairs. And I just started crying my eyes out. I just started bawling my eyes out. And I'm thinking, why am I, I even I'm like, I wasn't that drunk. I was just crying. And I, I started crying. And then I just sat on the step at the bottom, right? And it was, that's how old I am. There were phone kiosks at the bottom oh, of the God. stairs, right? No mobile phone to call a taxi back then. <laughs> no, I phoned my mum to tell her I loved her. So I'm crying. That's, that's out. nice. That's nice. She was like, I know. Have a good night. I was like, no, I love you. I love you. <laughs> Have a good night. Just go. And I was like, no, I don't like no, but I love you. And then I sat on the steps and then I just had a girl just tapping, like just doing that to my hair. Are you okay? Are you okay? For one hour. And I had to go, man. I was steaming. Have you ever drunk gin since? I think I've had a mouthful since because I've run out of rum. <laughs> was it a straight, straight pint of gin, like? That's, um... I only drunk half of it, but it was just a straight. Yeah. Yeah. Still, that's that's uh, pretty brave stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. And then everybody I spoke to, them went, "Oh yeah, it uh, makes me emotional." Obviously. <laughs> well, I learned that on the spot, I guess. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> quick way to find out. Good birthday, though. Well, well, maybe. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, the nightlife in Swansea was because I think you had Cinderella's, didn't you? Yeah. The Cinderella mumbles. Yeah. One, that's one of... yeah. Yeah. My, my mate Andrew just put a picture of. I think it's been knocked down. It, it, it burnt down the other day. Ah, it burnt down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then a couple of pictures of it, and it's like I've, I've been there a couple of times. That was good as well. Um, Wine Street weren't. Wine Street was all right. They weren't the best. They, well, well, that's what it is now. It's all Wine Street good, now. It was yeah. as good as was it uh, uh, Ritzy and all that Quidin and that. But it was yes. Yeah, so they, they were all like I think they were all pretty much gone now. Like. That yeah, club yeah. is knocked down, council offices now, or something, or the building. Them yeah. um, all the nightlife is mainly focused on um, on Wine Street now. So, if you ever, you know, down the area, perhaps you can go and see if the nightlife in Swansea is as good as back in the day. I, I was there last year, watch Wales Scotland game and football. No, no, no rugby. rugby. Oh, Six I only really yeah. yeah, yeah. Me, I may come down, um, went out around Swansea. It, it's, it's not the same anymore. No, no, it's not. No, it was one. It was full of kids. Yeah, it's all the students now. Yeah, and then two. It was. It was. It's, it's just like I'm used. To, like I say, Ritzy quits in. Yeah, Jacks, whatever it was called when I was Icon. I think it was called Icon. I feel like I've recognised the name, but again, before me, probably. Then space was space with at this height as well. Um, yeah, all them places, it, and then now it's. it's it's like wine, wine street, just a couple of bars, that's it. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh. Not really any clubs. Um, there's probably yeah. just the one, I think, main uh, one of them, but don't really go there myself now. But uh, do you think maybe you're looking back, though? Like, because you obviously were perhaps one of the kids back then, so it's just the nostalgia as well, perhaps, of, of the good memories. And it's never the same when you get older, is it, when, when you're going out and stuff? As back no, then. Uh, I go out to... I was actually... I didn't realise Bank Holiday, ain't it, coming up? Yeah. Well, was, yeah, no, that is, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I'll th straight away I've gone. Oh, I might do a brunch. That like I'll be out to three. I'll be home at ten. Yeah. Where year ago, years ago, years ago, 
I'm out to I'm out to five and I'm home for five. Yeah. But now I'm like I'm happy to get home. Yeah. Then uh, eleven o'clock. I'm getting there as well. I'm getting there now. I've I've recently we've recently had our first uh, first child, so it's this whole change here now. I think it's uh he's a year old, so yeah, it's uh it's, it's the times are changing and the priorities change to me. So one secret: never give your misses an exact time. No, no, never definitely give- not. Yeah. I'm just I'm just out tonight. I'll be back not late. <laughs> I'll, I'll be back tonight. Yeah, I have to oh, change the word in. I'll remember that one. Remember yeah, that one. T- Dropping them off. <laughs> Won't be any more on the way then. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, some good stories. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what about being a footballer though in town? Like, do you get recognised? Do you get any special treatments? Do you or who did you go out with back then? Uh, it was me, Carl Monroe, who I'm still best mates with. Um, Ryan Casey used to come out. Jamie Harris. Um, and that was our little clique, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't really, because um, I was a bit younger than the other boys. And they didn't go out as much as their slot, because we were out literally all the time. They had bad influences on me. Because Alan Curtis would be on my case constantly. I think if it weren't for him... Alan Curtis. <laughs> Weren't for him being on the case, I think I might have swayed a little bit like the wrong way. So it's a good thing, then helps, yeah. Good thing, yeah. He'd, he'd, he'd come in like, Jay, man, what are you doing? <laughs> like, not in a nasty shouting way, but he'd, he'd just be on the go, like, my, like, a, like, a, like a dad to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, what, yeah. what are you doing there? Da, 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 da. Somebody said they seen you there, and it's like, yeah, it's like, well, cut it out. This that if you want to be a footballer, this and that, and it's like I think he kept me on the straight and narrow. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Um, was I, he like coaching then? Was, was that sorry? Was was he sort of in a coaching role? Yeah, he was, was coached. And the best thing was right. He he dropped my confidence because if if I, when I was in the first team and play reserves and reserves were lower numbers, he played for the reserves, oh, <laughs> and he'd always play left wing against me, and I. I, I can't defend. So he'd always, and he must have been, what, 45 at least? I mean, and he'd tear me into the hole. I couldn't get near him. I could not get near And I say, I, I say, Alan, you, you're dampening my, my confidence. Can you just play <laughs> in your wing, please? <laughs> you know he'd laugh at you. Oh, man, he would just tear, he would just go in and out and in and out and in. Ah, and he'd score, bend one in the top corner. I'm like, Al, oh, seriously, can you just. Stop it now, please. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing, bro. And you know I can't defend. Oh God. So, yeah. I I mean probably not to that level, but the most I've come close to anything like that is playing playing seven aside actually. And Lee Trundle used to play up seven aside sometimes after he yeah. finished playing football just a couple of years ago. And yeah, just never at a level of professional myself, nowhere near that. But. Playing against somebody who used to be, and you're always up for it then, and you're like, oh, he used to play for the Swans, so we yeah. can smash him today, we'll get his team. Absolutely not, never. We'll just close. runs rings around you, like puts it through your legs when you think they're closed. I just, yeah, I, I nightmares every time. Yeah, well, I don't know if I, the story, I play, quick quick story, I played, going back to the pro, non-pro thing. Yeah. I played against, with a charity game, I played against Merthyr Tidville, but they played the first team, which they shouldn't have done. Because it was a charity game. Because we had rugby players and my yeah, two yeah. brothers. And my charity son, game. Who were you playing for, Swansea? Was it? Or? 
No, 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 no. It was just local valleys team. Oh, okay, okay. It was, it was like best of the valleys, but we had rugby, uh, like old 50-year-olds playing defense yeah, yeah. and that. We played Merth as first team. So anyway, going back to the thing, um, after the game, my brother said to me, my brother Jared went, now, gee, why do they always panic when you run to them? He said, because every time I run to them, they're either taking me on or they're passing on me. And I said to him, I said, Jack, in, within 10 minutes, I worked out every player and what their strengths are and their weaknesses are and which way to run at them and not to run at them. And he was like, did you really do it? I said, yeah, that's just something you do as a pro. You have to work out. It's like a game of chess. You have to work out weaknesses of your team, of the, sorry, of the team you're playing. And he just couldn't believe that that I, I obviously I was I knew how to tackle them because they would yeah. have a panic. If I run at them, they they'd either pass it or they'd have a panic at because they knew it was me and they knew I know which angle to run at because I know what foot did they are, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses is. But he, in his head, my brother just couldn't believe that it was. Like, yeah. Oh, that's part of the game. Was when you come a pro, that's part of the game. Oh, it's crazy though, because even like when I've played five sides, seven sides, or I did just play eleven side as a kid, like I, I I'm not quick enough mentally to think of that when I'm playing football. I'm barely quick enough to control the ball and pass it. So it is it's good to hear like the different uh, way you think of the game being yeah. at that level, to be honest, and um what I guess it takes to be good. And you've got to go into the game and I guess you probably don't get that long to, to work them out because you've got to start performing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've got to you gotta like some players go on the pitch lower level and just play. Yeah. And they come off the pitch and it's like, oh, I played all right. It's like, nah, 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 nah. And if you ask them, what's the strengths of that player, they wouldn't know. The player yeah. you've played, what's his strengths or what's his weaknesses, they wouldn't know. And you're like, well, that's not good because you need to know all his strengths, all his weaknesses. So when you play up against him, you've got a you've, you've got a head start. Yeah. Rather than playing at an even, uh, even par, you want a head start. You want an extra 5%. So did they sort of coach you that when you were in Swansea? Like, is that where you learned no, that? No, not really. No, it was more the latter end of the uh, thing where we'd have the vests on training, heart yeah. rate monitor, and that. Um, and you, you got have your, your, your urine tested before training and that. <clears throat> so that was more literally... The last six years of my career, it was only a couple of teams in it. Yeah, that's interesting. It's, uh, I guess, that's, it's really useful though. It makes your life easier on a football pitch, and you could probably end up playing a lot better as a result of um, analysing yeah. the situation. I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's insight that is. Um, what about? Okay, so in any time of Swansea, you mentioned some of the players you go out with, but in terms of in the dressing room on the pitch, I know you mentioned Roger Free still earlier on. Who stood out? Who still, to this day, stands out in your memory as the like the key figures, um, the really big guys Roger, in the team at the time? Roger was a, Roger was a was one of the main characters in the dressing rooms. Then you had Boundy, who was a strong character because I think he, he was captain, I think. <clears throat> and also I'm playing next to him, and he just you know what I mean. He was just every game he was up for. Whereas some games I weren't mentally up for it. I was physically yeah. up. We're mentally up because I, I have to mess around before games, and sometimes I've taken that onto the pitch. <laughs> I, I can't, like, I can't do that. I have to. So literally before a game, I have to mess around. Anything you think of, I'd mess around. Like hide somebody's boot or 
just something stupid but silly but to me it's really funny yeah then i'm going on but like you <clears throat> so that's that made me calm down but then obviously like when i was playing the, the later end of my career for swansea you had good strong characters you know because kuzak he was he was coming to the end of his career you had martin thomas you had bound you had smith who were proper big like do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. You know, they wanted to win every week i wanted to win but i had different ways of winning for them but they were solid in the dressing rooms. You know what I mean? They they get up and they just there in your face. Come on, we're gonna win. Today. Yeah, come on. Right. And then all, you know what I mean? You had all sock. Who was a key figure? So it it was. But we had a good all round team in football. They say round holes, round pegs. Yeah. Because if you get square holes, then pegs ain't gonna go in. So it's kind of we kind of like that at the moment. I think sometimes with the swans, square square pegs in round holes or whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> yes, square hole round pegs. Yeah, other way Nearly, nearly. <laughs> but no, you have to, you have to, you have to be compatible with the person, with the three people next to you. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, yeah. I, I'm silly now, but it's like my, my boy plays FIFA, does FIFA, and he has to yeah. rank them together. Otherwise, the numbers are lower, innit? Yeah, the chemistry, not to a team. Yeah, I think you're, yeah, so yeah. What football is all about. It's, 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 yeah. it's a chemistry the players and everything round hole round peg see fifa's realistic <laughs> Look. yeah here, here to your first here to your first <laughs> um no that's great that is so like hey spotifyers click or tap the banner to listen to rap caviar the freshest 50 hip-hop songs on the rawest playlist ever brought to you by our friends at stars and the new season of power book four force watch now only on stars and the stars app you obviously get into the team. You've got perhaps these leadership figures around you. Have you got any, maybe, a favourite moment from all the games you played, and perhaps the worst game or the worst moment from when you played? One of the bad, bad, um, one of the bad moments was I went to Wembley playoff against Huddersfield. I think, I think, and they scored the last kick of the game, and I, I was on the verge of playing. To this day. I was on the verge of playing right back, right? But because obviously Steve Jones had broke his leg. Yeah. And Dave Penny played, Dave Penny who was like top goal scorer at the time, played centre midfield. But they had, they, want, they had to put him right back for the second leg, I think it was. But then after this, after, for the final, because we obviously won the second leg or something. And then we went to the Wembley and the training, the two days of training we had, they played me a right back and I had the worst, I'm a bad trainer, right? I, if you ask any pros played with me, they will say, I am the worst trainer there is, right? <clears throat> Cause I couldn't get up for training. But the two days before playing, training in, the, in London before the Wembley game, I had an absolute stinker. I couldn't even trap the ball and Yamobi was manager. And to this day, I think if I played all right, I would have played in that game. And I was left out completely. I was I was in the squad, but I, me, and Lee, me and Lee Jenkins were left out of the squad. We were the ones, obviously, if somebody got injured, yeah. then we were. That's what yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I, had, I was. But to this day, if I played, if I trained okay, I think I would have played right back. And we lost the last kick of the match. They scored a free kick. They scored. They celebrated. Kicked off. Blew up. Full time. 
that's, that's heartbreak. Heartbreak. Yeah. And I, I thought I'd never have a chance to play Wembley because obviously it was that. But then I did. We beat Leeds. Yeah. Casting beat Leeds. So that's when I, is that was that the low point, and then is the Leeds game the high point? Or? Yeah, yeah. Well, the Leeds game, highest point. Yeah, beat the so, Leeds. <clears throat> do you score in that game? No, no, no. I, I I made the run for the goal. If you have a look, yeah. I, yeah if you go on YouTube Saturday afternoon, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> I made that run forward, took the guy, and then he's he's headed it behind me. Is uh is that like what's it like playing at Wembley? Is that your favourite ever football match then? Yeah, Wembley and Millennium. I played Millennium, but I snapped my Achilles after about after an hour. <clears throat> but Millennium, like I'd, obviously my mum, my dad, all the family, it must have been half a stadium of Aberdeen. Yeah, you know the whole I mean? village, the whole town covered today. <laughs> yeah, that was a high point playing at Millennium. Yeah, um, but yeah, Wembley was different. Like, it's it different because it's it's the home. It's the home of English football, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Millenniums because football when I was playing. Wales Welsh football weren't really on the radar as it is now. Thanks like, to fail, yeah. Yeah, them days it weren't really on the radar. So it was so <clears throat> uh going back to the Wembley thing, mate, it just it couldn't hear yourself think you can't, I was screaming at play it like do you know when you shout in instructions of, Yeah, yeah. There's no, no there's no point because it was that loud that it was no point. It was all just trying to work out in your head what they would want. Is it hard to perform then when you when you've got that noise and you can't communicate in the way you no, used to? No, you learn. You, you block it out. It's automatic block out. Yeah. Block it out. If if you're good enough, you block it out. Which, as a, if, if you're a pro, you, you will be good enough. You just block it out, mate. Um, yeah. <clears throat> that's that's it, good. I think it was 70, 75,000 of there. I think it was seventy thousand of there. A lot of people. Yeah, yeah, and and obviously Leeds were. Leeds was a massive club. They still are a massive club, but they were down with us. Yeah, they were all. I, I wouldn't. Say, they were all. I wouldn't say big time Charlies, but they were all chest out, walking around. I play for Leeds, kind of thing. Whereas when I was a Doncaster, Leeds were better individuals than us. But going back to the round all round pegs, we all we all knitted together. Whereas Leeds were all singles. Yeah. <clears throat> and it didn't work out for them. I think they were we like beat... that for quite a while, weren't they? Yeah, well, we beat them one nil, and we should have beaten them about three or four. Well, that's um, good memories then going to Wembley. Maybe like maybe one day you can get get your foot in the door, or something like soccer aid, and have another and have another go. That'd be good. Yeah. Not me, other Achilles. I have to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Was there? Any, well, I think you already answered that question. I was going to ask about any times you were frustrated, but you you kind of said about the time where you got left out of the playoff final. I'd imagine that would cover cover that sort of um, question. Okay, have you got like from your time in Swansea one goal specifically that stands out that you scored? Um, do, 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 do. no, you got my Tigra, the car when I done a celebration. Um, yeah. what now? Oh no, I'll probably make you, you run it through your head all these goals that you scored, but um No, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Um go back on YouTube now, get a couple of uh, oh, yeah, yeah, couple of you. <laughs> I think it was I think we scored on, on YouTube. I scored at York. I was getting stick off the crowd. Because I think I'd had a couple of dodgy games. Yeah. And I scored I think it was either Carlisle or York I scored. 
And when I scored, I've turned around and done that to the North Bank. And I'm thinking, why have I done that? And then I thought, well, I must have done that for a reason. So I must have been getting stick off the North Bank. Yeah. So that's why, yeah, so that goal sticks in my mind because of being a strong person to do that, knowing I'm playing the following week in front of the North Bank again. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it could have gone either way. They could have started to boo me or got behind me, which they got behind me. That's good. So when it was when it was something that, do you know what I mean, that kick up the backside. Do you think it's the adrenaline that could have sort of brings that action out? Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, because I've yeah. just scored. Yeah, and, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That was, and we, I think we'd won the game, man. And yeah. it's it's one of them. Yeah, you, you, you can, sometimes you can't control your actions because you're that hyped up and adrenaline goes through you. You just can't. You yeah. just like, just do what, what first thing comes into your mind. You're also involved in, um, was it you won the league towards the end of your time at Swansea, the promotion? Was it? I think it was a league win. Um, yeah. You won it with a 1 0 win towards the end oh, of the yeah. season. Uh, forget the team. What? Uh, what, when we got promoted? Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, that was sticks in my mind as well. Sorry, mate. Yeah, that was sticks in my mind for good reasons and bad reasons. But yeah, Rotherham yeah. away. Yeah, that's the one. And um, what, what do we do? We oh, I got. I got a penalty, as you do. Yeah. <laughs> we, we only needed a draw, but um, they needed to win to win the league. We all both of us were promoted. This is the last game of the season. This was the last game of the season. And you were first and second, essentially, with like first, going for the. We were first, rather than second. Didn't write the script any better, could you? No. So I've got a penalty in about seventy odd minute, <clears throat> where he he, tri- he, tri- he tripped me up when I've fallen accidentally on purpose <laughs> right so that's one way to penalty. admit it so as he gave a penalty right i've i've, I've turned around because it was where the swans fans was and i've turned around and i'm like yeah i'm a brother's run on with the welsh flag and, he jumped <laughs> and obviously because all, all the fans jumped up run on the pitch so i was like late you need to get off the pitch <laughs> you need to get off like he was like yeah <laughs> so i was like get off the pitch so anyway, all calmed down. Oh, Boundy scored a penalty. And then um the last five or ten minutes, they got a they got a penalty. Which was the kid just claps on the floor, referee, because all their fans were on the goal line. They weren't in a stand, they were on the goal line. They were around, they <laughs> the goals. So you couldn't have won a corner because it would have just hit them and come back in. <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, it yeah, it was just Looking around, going, what's happening? Yeah, referee had lost the plot completely because he gave a penalty because he was just under pressure, under too much pressure. Yeah, and they scored, and then all their fans ran on because Steve Jones got a, a right hook. Um, because Steve Jones got a right hook, one of the fans, really, when they all ran on because when the policeman seen it because he got because the cop obviously tried to get him, but he couldn't because he went back in. But they all ran round us and on the pitch, and he was like, Man, what is what's happening? You're like, and then. When when they went back on, they didn't go in the in the stand. They still stayed on the pitch on the goal line. Yeah. And you're like, well, you see, right? Do you know what I mean? And then we we referee blew up. We'd won the game, and we had to just run straight to change rooms because it's, it's you couldn't sell it because it was just going to be chaos. That is that's that's a bit of a crazy story. I mean, I guess that shows the difference between perhaps football now and 
perhaps oh, yeah. even I mean, what, 20 years yeah, ago. Would all be banned. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? And they now got 200 bands. <laughs> that, that, is, that is nuts. Um, okay, so I, I think it was not so long, perhaps a year or so after that, maybe you moved on from Swansea. So how, how did that come about? Was it you feeling your time was over or was there more to it or did you not even want to leave, perhaps? No, I, di I didn't want to leave, but it was what happened was um, couple, one, one or two of the players had a big, big wage increase. And at this point, I'm one of the main players, I thought. Yeah. And um, I asked to have the same amount as they did. And John Ollin said, he can't, the, the, the chairman won't, can't afford it. Well, I, I said, well, you've just given them that. And you want, they, they offered me half of what the other boys would get in. Which I, I felt was a bit of a kick in the teeth. Because I, I didn't want any more. I just wanted the same. Yeah. Of what I, I felt I was worth. And he said, the club can't afford it. And that season I left, um, the club, the season after I left, the club went under, didn't it? So, so they, yeah. They, they barely stayed in the league, didn't they? I think. Yeah, Thomas yeah, yeah. One of the last games, and he scored. Against Hull. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I yeah. was going to, I was, no, I'm going to play that game. It was the game, the season after. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Hull, I, they were lucky to stay in the league and they went under a little bit. They went, um, they lost the chairman left and blah, blah, blah. And then they all yeah. came. But I'm glad, I'm gutted I left, but I'm glad I left, if that makes sense. Yeah, I probably left before like, the really bad stuff happened. And yeah, um, yeah, it could have been different. Obviously, the lucky, and then I guess the good story started in a way um, up to a recent positive history, I guess, which. It would have been, perhaps from one perspective, nice to ride up the leagues and stay there. But then at the same time, you go on your own journeys and you and you kind of like, um, yeah, make make your own path through your football journey. So you went to Brentford, I believe. I went, yeah, I went to Brentford. Um, I was supposed to sign. I was supposed to say Brentford come in to sign me up two seasons before I left, and um, Ron Nords would come in to sign me up. Um, but then they offered me a three-month. So I left Swansea. Yeah. I went to I went to QPR on trial with about about a hundred trialists. I played centre half because everybody was up front. I was I was playing centre half with um, oh, that small. I think I heard you talking on one of your podcasts. Was it Ian Holloway? Ian Holloway. Yeah, me and Holloway centre half. Yeah. We playing centre half because everybody was just up front. And I'm like, this thing good. They're good for me. I played. Didn't fancy well. QPR then. Well, they didn't have no money at the time. So then my they get uh, under trialists in, and they got no money. I know, man. It was just chaos, mate. It was this this kid, right? So I'm sitting there like a lost sheep. He's just sitting there, head down, because like, all these trialists from everywhere. Yeah. And this kid was doing tricks in front of me, and he was smashing the ball in the air and bringing it down on his neck and doing that. I'm thinking, oh my god, what have I come here for? And as soon as we went out to kick the ball, he couldn't kick it properly. His positioning was all over the place. And it was just, and I'm like, just, just you, you think, because when you see all these people doing all these tricks, you think, well, playing football and doing tricks, it's a completely different ball game. Yeah. Literally. So, <clears throat> so yeah, I'd I done that. Um, and then um, uh, they told me um, there's no money at the club. So I'm thinking, well, why are you asking me for a trial? Unless they're just trying yeah. to pop me up. And then 
Um, I went to Brentford. Ron Nodes picked me up from Swart. Well, I, I had a, I had a feed punto, and Ron Nodes come met me, took me to his mate's house, which was another mansion. I sat there like a lost sheep, literally just sat there. Like they were talking business, I was just sitting there twiddling my fingers for two hours. And then he said, "Follow me." So he had a, like a Merc convertible, like James Bond. And I had a red Fiat Punto that I bought from the auction. <laughs> I follow him all the way from Swansea to his house in London. And he couldn't said, go in the, me, "You couldn't go in the Merc then." What's that? You couldn't go in the Merc. Yeah, my car could have fitted in the back. Yeah. <laughs> my arm just fitted in the back. So I had to follow him all the way, all my clothes in the back of the car, literally full up, like, I know why they were calling me a jippo now, Swansea fans. Eh? <laughs> Past your car traces, yeah. yeah. And all the so clothes in the back. I followed him, and then I went to his house, stayed with him for three months. Uh, sorry, two months, and I stayed with Dobson for a, for a month. Uh, and then they were going to give me um, a year and a half contract, but he kept messing my, my wages up all the time. It's like, I go and sign, and then, uh, oh, Who's the manager of Brentford? Oh, I, I wouldn't know back then. Come, he's, he's a really good manager as well. Oh, man, apologies for that. Uh, That's all right. I'm sure we can look at, if what was it, 2001? Probably find yeah. that on the internet. Yeah. I'll, have a, I'll have a quick Google now, if you carry, yeah. carry the story on. I'd go into sign, and he'd say, oh, the chairman's changed his mind. He's going to give you 10 grand left. I was like, what? Steve Coppel? That's it, Steve Coppel, yeah. Good manager, man. So then I'd say, well, I'm not signing then. And he's like, well, I'm, I'll see what, I, I'll see what, he's in a bad mood, so I'll try and give him a good mood. So then, I, then I've been in the change rooms and he got, he's in a good mood now, he's, he's giving you money. <laughs> and then the following day, I go back and he'd go, uh, oh, he's in a bad mood again. So just I need like, to sign there as soon as he's in a good mood to get a pen on the paper. I'll forget this. I'm, I'm, I'll just leave. Because I'd had a good three months at Brentford, a really good, we top league. I was playing right wing. And, um, the funny thing was, the last but one game, the last game is that before I left, we played Reading away. And the chairman said that I, I'm not scoring enough goals to, to do to this, that, the other. And the Reading game, guess who scored the winner? Yourself. What? <laughs> what? Right what a way to sign out. Last five minutes of the game, I've, I've, scored, a, I've scored a volley. Um, top bins, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> And um, yeah, and then obviously when I went into sign, then it was like, oh yeah, 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 we'll give you this, give you this, yeah. And then with the following week, going to sign, it was like, ah, oh, no, he's in a bad mood. So that's when I left. And then my agent went, you either got, I got Tramia wanted to sign you or Oldham. So I thought I played Oldham, and it's, it's freezing cold, so I'll sign <laughs> for Tramia. That's a good way to choose your next club. How cold is it? But I actually signed for Oldham later on in my career. Yeah, or which one was actually colder, Oldham? Yeah, uh, yeah. What's that, sorry? Was all of them as cold as you thought it was uh, no. when you signed there? It's in the winter time, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when you you went to Swansea to Brentford, was that a free transfer end of your contract? That was a was free there? transfer because the Bosman only just came out. So yeah, I was uh, that was a Bosman man. Well, it went to Bosman because I was yeah. Well, I'm under twenty four now, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a free. <clears throat> am, I, am I right in thinking? Um, Obviously, perhaps for a Swansea podcast, this this might be a deal breaker. But you you had a, a little bit of a chat with Cardiff at some point. I did. So I was walking. <laughs> right, I I was living at my mother's house at the time. <clears throat> this was before I went to Brentford. So I was living with my mother. Back home. So straight from Swansea, then this would have been as well. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Swansea, yeah, I finished Swansea. Swansea, I said, no, I'm not signing that because blah, blah, blah. So I moved back in with mother. And then my mum sent me up to get uh, bread and milk, as they do. Go up the shop. There's money, bread and milk. So I'm walking up the, the spa for bread and milk. And um, my phone went. I went, what's that? And answered. It was Sam a man. I, he, he was um, he was asking me, you've seen oh, you know, you're a good player, we want you in the team, won this, won that, out to you. Um, I think you can give it give us that. And then I went, um, yeah, I'm just gonna keep my options open and see and then before I could even finish my sentence, right? He's just gone, we're a massive club, we're better than Swansea, we're bigger with this, with that, and he put the phone down on me. I was like, ah, I should have done that. Well, do you know what? Not, not that I would have signed. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad. The door's open. Yeah, yeah. You know it's a I mean? learning experience, but if you've got to choose a club to make the mistake, then you chose the right one. Yeah, well, I'm thinking he let me go. Like, was it 10 years ago he let me go? Uh, 12 yeah. years ago. So, yeah. Well, he went good enough for them then. So, you know. But as, as a Swansea fan myself, and I'm sure everyone listening is probably glad to hear that you didn't go to Cardiff. And, you know, the story there is quite funny, I think, for our end anyway but um yeah I'm, I'm quite glad we're not here sat here saying you went from swansea to cardiff because you're saying they called you you know a chipper when you went back i'm sure it would have been far worse <laughs> if, it, if that was yeah. the case yeah yeah definitely did you ever play against cardiff for the swans or probably perhaps not during those yeah times? yeah played, you did cardiff and ninian park ninian park which i always wanted to do and we lost and i didn't play that well because i was i worked myself because i was hyped up because all my all my best friends from school were in the the away end, yeah. Uh, the away end, the home end. Sorry, the home end giving me stick. That must and be tough. Yeah, but I knew they were going. Yeah, all my school friends were going, and and it's and to this day they're still Cardiff fans, some of them, and I knew they were there, and I just couldn't relax like I normally do, and I didn't play that well. Do you know it's what a I mean? Shame. Yeah, no, yeah, I know, I know. Do you think if you had that game later on in your career, you would have perhaps oh, done, yeah. had a better yeah. game then? Definitely. The things I can do in my head now, I wish I got the body for. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if I, my mate asked me to play five aside. I've not done anything for, I'd say, a year, if that. And I thought, yeah, easy, easy pickings this. Because I used to play five aside when I first finished. Mate, no word of a lie, I couldn't get. My touch was unbelievable, completely opposite to when I first started being a professional footballer. <clears throat> but I couldn't move. I yeah. turned my that way, and my legs would just stay still and go, "Nah, mate, we're not doing that." <laughs> I was like, "No, you need to come on." And they wouldn't, mate. I couldn't move. I'd get the ball and I'd have to pass it because I could not run. I couldn't run, mate. And I got subbed because I think you play six minutes and you get subbed. Like it's a rotation thing. Yeah, yeah, five aside. I yeah. walked off and my chest was burning, my legs were gone. Literally, it's, it's like somebody put two stone on my back. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. I was like, oh my God, this ain't good, this. But I'm thinking, I'm 28, 29 again. You're reliving your old, old, uh, yeah, yeah, your old, old career. 45, and I've got a body of a 45 year old, probably 50 yeah. year old. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't, man. I thought to myself, I need to train. I need to start training next time I get into it because I can't do that again. Yeah, it's tough, especially when you've been out for it for a while. It's surprising. Five aside as well as constant. So, um, 
Yeah. I'm, I, yeah. I mean, I'm a bit younger, but I'm the same, to be honest. When I go, I struggle. But um, yeah, it's all fun. So you had several clubs after Swansea. We spoke about Brentford, Tranmere. Is there like a certain club after Swansea that stands out to you, your favourite your favorite class Hull, of the best Hull time? Hull and Doncaster, man. They're the best times ever. Hull, Hull had good nightlife. Yeah. That's yeah, important. Was, well, was the best time ever. But Hull was just like a sleeping giant where they gave for 20,000 20, every week. 20, but they, they weren't going anywhere. And then Peter Taylor signed seven of us. And we literally got promoted straight away. We, we won the league. I think we won the league. Um, or we, got, we come second. Sorry, Doncaster won the league. We come second, but it was, it was, we were on 20, 25,000 every week at Hull. And we were near the top of the league. And they loved us as well. And then when you're going out on a night out, I'll get in VIP treatment because Hull is like end of the end of the world, isn't it? It's like end of the earth, Hull. Yeah, yeah. Like miles from anywhere. Yeah. So the, I think Leeds is the nearest team, but they hate Leeds. So we were we were like just going like just walking in nightclubs and getting vouchers for drinks and stuff, and it was great. It was great. Man. It was it was class. And then obviously, and we'd won. I'd won two promotions with Hull, uh, and then obviously I'd left. Yeah. Then I signed with Doncaster, and then I won um I won a promotion, and I won a Johnson's paint. Nice. That's so uh, in in five seasons, I'd won four trophies. Do you have like the medals and stuff for that then still? Or yeah, so my, in my mother's house, I've got um, a, a friend of Hull made me um, a, a cupboard thing to put all my medals in. So all my medals and everything are in there. Do you so have? Collection of signed shirts and stuff like that as well, or not? Signed, yeah, my brother, Jared, my brother Jared's got all my signed shirts because I've, I've only got I ain't got that many because when I first were playing and we played Premier League teams, I wouldn't be asked to get a shirt. I was like, mm, whatever, you know what I mean? But then I'm thinking memories. Yeah, it was only from the age of about twenty five that I started getting shirts. I'm thinking I should have done it a lot, a lot, uh, well before. What is the your favourite shirt, or the, the one you, you prize the most? Um, I got Gary Speed shirt when he's a Bolton, just before he passed. That's um, that's a that's an important one then. Yeah, yeah, because he it's quite because I obviously I was in the Welsh twenty ones. I never played for the first team. I, I was I was on the fringe. I thought I should have played, but anyway, um, the the twenty ones would always mingle with the first team, and like Giggsy was there, um, Savage. Uh, speed, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, they Bolton when I was on cast, we played Bolton. Like, he was calling me by like, Pricey, how are you doing? You're right. And I was like, Oh my god, he knows my name, <laughs> you know. And I seen when I was 28, I was like, Oh, he knows my name. Guy Speed knows my name. And I said, Guys, can I have your shirt after game, please, mate? Because my mother adores you. She absolutely, because my mum was a Leeds fan, it was. Um, she loved, she, she, she adores you, mate. And he gave me the shirt. Afterwards, and then obviously the horrific thing happened to him. So that yeah. shirt is, I mean, that's one of the treasured shirts I have. You keep in that nice, one forever. Yeah, he was the nicest of guys. Mate. He was, he was, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was it's good that, That's a good memory to have, though, and I, I, you've got like a little sort of momentum from it as well to to keep and always remember. I guess like that's you know he's a big name and important for yeah. Wales as well. So it's a good memory. 
Um, am I right in saying when you were at Hull, that was the highest league, perhaps, that you were playing in? Championship. So I got promoted yeah. with Hull to the championship. I got promoted with Doncaster to the championship. And I got promoted with Millwall to the championship. Do you ever think we were close to getting to the Premier League or have opportunity? I think, I'm not hindsight, and obviously you can't change what's happened, but I think if I stayed at Hull, I would have had a, I would have had a great chance because they, they had money and they brought loads of players in. Do you know what I mean? And on my yeah. day, on my day, I was, I felt unstoppable on my day. I didn't have loads of on my days. I was too hit to miss where I'd have two games, I'd be a nine out of 10 and then I'd have a six out of 10. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's not, <clears throat> you can't do that in that league, that level. You have to be nine, eight or nines all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I was too inconsistent. But going back, looking back, I think if I'd stayed the whole hindsight, obviously things would have been different because I would have stayed and they, they, they wouldn't have worked out as they did. But you, you never know. But I, 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 I think on my day, I would have held my own in the Premiership. On my day. Yeah, on one of them nine days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, at any point in your career after you left the Swans, did you ever, was there any ever opportunity of you going back or was that ever explored or was any interest ever of that happening? No, nothing at all, mate, no. No, I didn't hear anything at all. But you've done anyway. Um, the managers keep them, keep it to themselves. The, I did, I did, the agents or anything like that, like they don't explore... No, it's just the manager, isn't it? Because if a manager phones a manager, if the manager don't say anything, then nobody get nobody hears anything. Yeah. But I, I did play a charity game in Neath at the Knoll. Ah, Brian, I lived in Neath for a while. Brian Knoll Flynn about Knoll. <laughs> yeah, the, the Brian Brian Flynn was the manager, the, the charity manager of our team. And yeah, he yeah. said, "Try signing for Exxon when he, when he was a Swansea, and he wouldn't let you go." So I was thinking, all right, well, that's, that's nice. But I never heard it before. I was just, yeah, I yeah. never heard it. It was him say, say that way. What league would they have been in compared to you at the time? <clears throat> they would have been in League 2, I think. So, higher? Well, league, it, or division they... 4, wouldn't it? It would have been Division oh, 4. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Three, wouldn't I? Yeah, okay. I always get confused with the old divisions compared to the new ones. It's, it's <clears throat> obviously changed, didn't it? But um, yeah, fair, fair, fair enough. That's, uh, that's good. So... <laughs> I think I've I've asked a lot about your your past, but is there anything any other stories that you can tell us interesting before we perhaps briefly touch on a little bit of the the current uh, Swans side before uh, before calling it a day? Anything uh, that's special? I keep my eye out a little bit because obviously on my Facebook there's loads of Swansea. Yeah, uh, Facebook. So it's either they were dog this do do this week or most of the time it's most Moaning. of the time. Reading the newspaper and the phrase Cardiff have lost again. <laughs> yeah. You know what You've I mean? seen that meme quite a lot then, have you? <laughs> I get that meme all the time. Well, they're ahead of us at the moment, so probably not pulling it out so much yet at the moment. I don't know if you know him. Uh, Liam Todd. Do you know Liam Todd? Uh, I Big, don't think so, no. He's got like, he was on soccer, uh, soccer M with him. He's got like a thing in his garden, a beer thing in his garden. I might have seen him. I don't recall. Recall him. Yeah. I might have seen him around him. Big friends with him, and he puts it every time Cardiff loses. Puts it up. Always <laughs> comes up, and always makes me smile. It's uh, yeah. It is. A, it's definitely a popular meme uh, down here. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, fair enough then. So perhaps the era you, you were perhaps playing football, do you think Swansea had quite a successful period, perhaps, um, I want to say, 10 years perhaps after you left, perhaps it was the peak, getting to the yeah. Premier League. Um, did you watch any of that time when they were in the Premier League or keep an eye out for results? Yeah, or anything? did then in the Premier League. Yeah, I did, yeah. Because you enjoy the football more. Yeah. And better when Cardiff, saying better, it was, it was as in rivalry. It was better when Cardiff were in the Prem as well. Yeah, that one season we were <laughs> in that, together, yeah. Not that one again relegated to, to uh, what do you call it, to Robert Nossin. I just get to go coaching it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to get the Prem and stay in the Prem. <laughs> but no, it was the rivalry between Swans and Cardiff. It's just different. Like I know Rangers, Celtic, Millwall, West. I played in the Millwall, West Ham, which was yeah, dangerous. but say dangerous. Yeah, so I was I was warming up. I was on a bench. I was sub in the FA, it was the FA Cup game, Millwall, and I'm warming up, and um, there was a couple of fans shouting, oh, "It's stuff for me," and I was like, "Yeah, nice one." So I've done that. Yeah. Like, what? What? And nowhere did I. All the stadium just erupted and started hurling a boot, a boost at me. And there was a, there was a, there was a kid trying to get to me, in the stand trying to, trying to get to me. He wanted, he wanted to hurt me. A fan wanted to hurt me because I'd done that. Millwall. So bad. No, sorry. The West, uh, a way, Ham. A West Ham. Yeah. So that's how bad that rivalry was. And the Millwall fans were all caged in. They put a cage. <laughs> you do your stories about Millwall, but that's like, yeah. They put a cage. So Millwall fans were in the cage. And we were. So anyway, yeah. So all the, all the stand, we must, all that stand was abusing me. And then the kid who I'm warming up with, Grimesy, he said, mate, we better go in because it's getting a bit leery now. So I'm like, yeah, come on, let's go in. So I sat down and it's sat. All the stewards, because the West Ham fans, I think my, West Ham might scored, and all the stewards, I had to run down because all the fans were on the pitch. We had no stewards around us. And luckily, there was a gangway between us and the fans. And there was a lot of fans that come to come over to try and get to us, like spitting at us and that. Nice. You know what I mean? And it was just, oh, man, it's just like a grown man. What are you doing? Spitting. You're a grown man. Yeah, that's not, that's not great, You know what I mean? I don't mind the abuse, but you're just a grown man. What are you going to spit for? It's just, you know, just minging. Yeah. So how did the Cardiff Swansea rivalry compare? Or like you said, that's another level. Yeah, sorry to go back to that. It was I remember one game with when I was a Swansea playing Cardiff, we had a bus all the way down, police escort, even the fans were on the buses. It must have been about 50 coaches going down. <clears throat> and we all got police escort all the way down the M4. And I'm sitting there giggling to myself, going thinking back to when I were in a footballer, to when I was then, thinking. I can't believe I'm going to play in this derby match. Police escorted, all the fans behind in the buses, and I'm going to get hurled a boost by the Cardiff fans. That I was in the stands when I was 13, 14, kind of watching. I was a follower. And we beat, we beat them because I think um, Keith Walker scored, volley. And we beat them that game. And going home, it's just surreal. You're just going on on the court, please escort again. And you're thinking, like, oh, this is what life this is. Like, I'm from a town literally 20 minutes away. I've got to get a police escort back to my car because I've just picked the ball in someone else's net. Otherwise, you won't get killed. 
So you think it's the worst rivalry you played in then, definitely? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, Millwall and the West Ham was were bad. That was Bacardi Swansea, same. If you put a Cardiff fan and Swansea fan in the, in the same room, there's only one person coming out. I work with one, so we're still there both at the moment, but there's been a couple of uh, touchy occasions in the last couple of years. But we Swans have got had the upper hand lately, so I'm quite comfortable in the in 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 that room at the moment. He doesn't like to talk about football at the moment, funnily enough. <laughs> but uh, maybe you'll change this year. Maybe I shouldn't eat my words, eh? But yeah, uh, <laughs> swings and roundabouts. But it's all it's all fun and games. I um, get new pegs. I'll order some off Wish. I'll get a new pair of legs off Wish, I'll be like to play in. I'll play yeah. Swansea. They, they'd be good ones off Wish, wouldn't they? They definitely do a good <laughs> job. Yeah. That way. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'd be scoring perhaps in the wrong net. Like, mm. it's, um... Yeah. But yeah, um, if I a new pair of legs, I could, uh, I'd do all right. So I'm just, just looking at, um, again, the Premier League time in Swansea. Any of the kind of like setup there, like perhaps the original team, maybe, did you? Or any of the legends, perhaps the, the Swansea legends, if you like that, people talk about quite a lot. You know, the Alan, you said Alan Curtis, Alan Tate, Gary Monk. Do you have any experience with any of them, Leon Britton, uh, then sort of them sort of players? No, I didn't. No, no, I left just before all them boys come in. Yeah, I literally left. Um, like I love, I love Alan Curtis a bit. You know, he's, he's he's he was like he was like a family to me. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? Where he would take the mick. He'd have a go. He'd put me under his wing. He'd rip me in training. And he was just he was just a really nice guy. I don't think anybody's got bad words to say about him. But as yeah. for the, the, I, they, they signed just after me. And I've only played against them. Yeah. That's Any cool. of them stand out as an opposition? Or... <clears throat> well, Trun's for his trickery because he, he's standard. Were you, defending? Were you defending when he was playing? No, no, no. no. I was striker. I was striker when I at the time, <clears throat> so I was against Monk and Tate. I think it was. Yeah. Oh, uh, Williams. Monk Ashley Williams. Williams. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be yeah. Um, I I held my own. You know what I mean? Because they were they were Welsh international, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I was holding my own against Welsh international. And I didn't even get picked. Huh? Oh, that's Scandal. a shame. That is. That's a shame. Back page scandal. Yeah. Bills <laughs> online. Uh, it's a shame. It would have been nice to have, have at least got one, isn't there? I guess like that that would have been highlight. But you, you said you got yeah. to the youth team, didn't you? So yeah, 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 got yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, I'm an, I'm an international. Technically, yeah. Well, I mean, you play, you put the red jersey on. I did, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two, yeah. put the red jersey on. Number two, right back, right. <laughs> I still find it crazy how you've played like centre back, right back, right wing, striker, centre midfield. Well, believe it or not, I'm, well, believe it or not, I did. Um, we, when I was just where we played Bournemouth and Defoe had scored a load of goals on the bounce. Jermaine Defoe, yeah. Jermaine Defoe had scored loads. We had we played Bournemouth at home, and John Hollins said to me, "I need to put centre half because he's that quick. Obviously, you're quick as well. So just man mark him." And I stopped him from scoring. Just, just, he, just kept goal side, like is it? Yeah, I, mean, I was so quick in them days. But he should have had it. He was a stonewall penalty when he cruyffed me, and I just took him out. And the referee didn't get anything. Even I went wow. penalty. You know, he shoved it. <laughs> Maybe that's why he didn't give it because he was so honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Don't get that very often. Pardon, I use in my pocket. Yeah. You well, that's that, Paul. He's in my pocket, mate. Maybe you need to have more confidence with your defensive ability, eh? I know, I know. I played centre half wow. for 21 against Belarus and man the match. Wow. I was like crazy Maldini in one. I knew, and he still didn't pick him. That's crazy. He didn't pick me. No, he didn't pick me. He said he would. Uh, Mark U said, I'm thinking about picking him. And then I will later. He went, Oh, I'm going to pick uh, Cluellen. Is he? And I was like, Well, do you know what I mean? I just run the show. It's Belarus, like, but yeah, well, they're, they're lost, they're lost, definitely yeah. they're lost. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I mean, Swansea, I know you're not necessarily you don't keep up with watching them loads these days, but in the championship at the moment, um, I don't know how much you've seen, but do you think a prime Jason Price or JJ Price would get into the team right now under Russell Martin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my... playing passing football, a little bit of oh man, ball. yeah, that was my yeah, because when I was Doncaster. Swansea were always marginal. We were we were known as the Arsenal of our league, but Swansea were always that little bit better because you had Leon Britons, you had Trends. Um, who else was in the middle? Was this when you were playing against them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Under like Roberto Martinez or something, was it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. But they, they always um, they all made it was as soon as Doncaster met Swansea, it was like Arsenal versus the new Man City. So- was it Prattley in the middle as well then? Perhaps That's it. Then, or, or Fairy Boda as well. He was Boda, running yeah, the Boda, show back yeah. then. Yeah, 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 Boda, yeah, because he was he was a good player. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was made, it was it, it was like it was it was it was like watching Arsenal versus Man City, the lower league. But I think that I would get in Swansea's team now in my in your prime. prime. Yeah. yeah, I I feel like you probably would as well. We actually really really need like a right back, so maybe if you can get them. Maybe if you can get them legs from Wish. No, oh, right back, no chance. Right wing back, sorry, right wing back. So right wing. We need someone that can take on a man. That's I can't what we take, need. I can get behind. I couldn't take on one on one. I can just. That's fine. As long as you can I run past them. Oh, I mean, I'm going past them before they. Everyone else can pass the ball. You just need to get on the end of it. Yeah, if you have a look pro- at Patrick, right, for Doncaster, yeah. right, the, the, amount, the runs I've made behind the defence, enough to take anyone on, it's the runs I've made behind the defence. Yeah, well, I'm Same. sure Joe, Joe Allen will pick you out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Saturday yeah. night, after you've Googled, after you've uh, Googled, after you've uh, YouTubed me, yeah, yeah, just pull in the Swansea, Jason Price, three goals. <laughs> I I'll have a look now. I'll have a look now after this. Hopefully, this you know this podcast will come up underneath that that hat trick then as well, so everyone can <laughs> hear you talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know what? It's been um, an amazing chat. So, unless there's anything else you want to tell us right now, um, I'll I'll call it a day. Call it a day. No, yeah, no, any like anytime, anytime podcast, anytime. I got stories. I, I got to, I got to sit in the fence with some stories because that's fine. I didn't want to push anything because yeah. they'll do charity games. And I don't want to write up. If I yeah. stitch someone, I don't want to write up off them in the changing rooms. Oh, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Maybe hopefully we can perhaps get back coaching soon, and um, yeah, I'm maybe get, there'll I'm be some new stories from perhaps some of the the players that you're working with or whatever you can say. Anyway, um, that would be good to hear yeah. perhaps in the future. But yeah, again, thank you very much for joining me. Um, as I'm sure everyone listening would really appreciate it if you can't get my words out, really appreciative of you coming on 
and hearing some of the stories about your pastime at Swansea and afterwards. And if you did enjoy, guys, don't forget to leave in the comments any of your perhaps favourite memories from watching JJ at the Vetch. Um, maybe he, I can I can get in touch with him and leave him some of the messages if, if you leave them down there. And as always, leave a like on the video as well to show if you did appreciate the chat and, and subscribe as well. Thank you very much, um, JJ. I'm just going to end the video and, yeah, we'll catch up again. Yeah, okay, buddy. I'll see you in a bit. Yeah. Sports Social Podcast Network. The match has just finished and you're on your way home. What better way to celebrate that 90th minute winner than a McNugget share box and a few dips with your mates? You channel your inner Ronald as you race to beat the muck delivery home, just making it an injury time. Ordering muck delivery is easy on the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.